You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Bash. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. We welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you've got a question. We have a very special dear friend um, joining us right now on the program. And, of course, his name is Mr. Bob Barker. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. John, I'm very pleased to be back with you. It's always a joy. Hey, I want to introduce you to two uh, very good friends of ours on the show, of course, and in my life, uh, Dr. Lisa Santonzi. Hi, Mr. Barker. It's such an honor to be on the radio with you tonight. I'm a huge fan of yours. May I call you Dr. Lisa? Absolutely. Please do. And then, of course, Dr. Vince Santonzi, which happens to be her husband. And, Hi, Mr. Barker. It's an honor to be on with you as well. I'll call you Dr. Vincent. <laughs> that sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> and you know Amanda Page, of course, our producer. Hi there. How uh, are Amanda, you? Amanda, it's a pleasure. It is. Now, I, I want to get into a couple of things. First of all, I want to say, you know, how are things going? You've been, you've been busy. I have been busy, busy, busy. I certainly have. And uh, fortunately, uh, I uh, can say that we're having great success. I... I've described the animal rights movement uh, like a huge snowball on a very high mountain, and it's rolling down the mountain, picking up snow, going faster all the time and getting bigger all the time, and I think we're really making strides. Well, I know, like, when we spoke, I think it was last year a little bit, at the end, towards the end of the year, I know you helped out with the Sea Shepherd Society with, with the ship there, which is named after you. That's right. And um, and that was one thing that you helped into in many, many things. Now, this year that I'm aware of, and I know you've got your fingers dipped into a lot of animal you know, things, but um, you actually, there's there's a big thing going on in the news right now with um, the government chimpanzees. That oh, that's are, right. The NIH is actually going to allow them to go to sanctuaries. But the problem is, is that, to my understanding, Bob, and I know you've helped out tremendously here, is that some of these sanctuaries just don't have the money to actually get these chimps to come over. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. And uh, let me just say that we've worked for years to bring NIH to this point, and at long last they seem to be giving up uh, chimps and turning to the more modern ways of research, less expensive and certainly not as inhumane, 
and uh, these chimps are being released. And uh, like rescue groups it, with all kinds of animals, they get the animals out of a zoo or out of a circus or out of uh, uh, whatever, a uh, rodeo or whatever, and then they have to place them. And these places where they, they place these animals, they have to have money. Without money, they can't uh, provide the habitats, nor can they care for the, the animals year after year. And uh, I've been helping uh, uh, some of them, and uh, um, this is very rewarding to me. Well, I know, actually, you've been helping out quite a bit, and I believe, to my understanding, that you know people can donate to these organizations as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and you can... You can be assured that your money will be well spent. These animals, there are chimpanzees being released now who have never touched grass, never seen or been in a tree, never done any of the things that nature intended for them. And now they're being released. And if we can't find the places for them to go and live the life that nature intended, it's just tragic. And that's why I'm so uh, enthusiastic about helping these, these groups and uh, urge people who love animals to help these groups. Because if ever there were chimpanzees that deserve a break, it's the ones that have been used in research. Well, I know two of the organizations that you did help out with. One is Chimp Haven um, in Louisiana, and the other one is Save the Chimps, uh, actually here in Florida, where right. we're located, where we do the show right. from. Right, right. Um, so and I've helped uh, Wildlife Rescue and Rehabilitation. It's in Texas. In Texas. Right. And, you know, it's, uh, there was a Texas organization um, years ago that I went out to. Friends of mine used to run. I haven't been in touch with them in a while, but they did have some NASA chimps there. And I know firsthand just watching these chimps, it's amazing when they go from something like research back out into the wild and the way they experience things. And just to, to be with their other chimp friends, so to speak, um, it gives them that freedom to do what they want. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Oh, and, you are absolutely right. And it's not only amazing, it's heartwarming. Oh, I went time. down uh, to Shreveport. This uh, uh, chimp haven is just outside of Shreveport. And I went down there when they... Uh, they had five chimpanzees that the NIH was giving up, and they'd been used in HIV experiments, and so they, they had uh, HIV, and uh, so they could not be put in with other chimpanzees. And I gave them the money to, buy, uh, to build this habitat, and uh, they invited me to come down when the five chimps were to be released into the habitat. And this habitat was right on a small river, and uh, chimps all go into the river. They can't swim. So it was all open on that side, and, of course, they had very, very high barriers behind that. But the habitat itself was just, uh, was just uh, nature at its best. Trees, grass, everything. Everything that And when they released those five chimpanzees, they literally ran into the uh, habitat, just ran, and started uh, grabbing uh, the plants and everything, and one went right up a tree. 
He'd never, he'd never seen a tree. Hey, Bob, hold on, to, hold on to that thought, Bob. We've got to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to come back out of this commercial with Mr. Bob Barker. If you've got a question, give us a call at 866-606-8255. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetcoDeals.com. But, but that's not all. Are you talking to me? Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Go to PetSmartDeal.com save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Never know how much I love you Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me tight Fever In the morning Fever all through the night I'm very familiar with that, by the way, because I'm still trying to get over the flu. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you've got a question for Mr. Bob Barker. Joining us, of course, at 866-606-8255. That's 866-606-TALK. You know, the National Institutes of Health, that's the NIH, um, according to Congress, put a cap on how much the agency can spend on chimp sanctuaries when it passed the CHIMP Act in the year 2000. And NIH has already spent about $29 million on creating sanctuary operations. So they're kind of overspent, and they need your help. So if you uh, can help these chimps go from um, government testing that that we're talking about with Mr. Bob Barker right now, uh, this is one way that you can donate, just like Bob has. And, and Bob, I know everyone appreciates all the help that you have given these chimps and, and these organizations, like, you know, the two the three that we talked about, but uh, one chimp haven and, of course, save the chimps and all and, um, you know, give these guys a home. And you were telling us as we were going out to the break what it was like for these chimps to see grass and see a tree and to be able to climb. And it is an amazing thing to see an animal in its natural, uh, almost natural environment, more natural than a, than a cage, by the way. Um, but I know Dr. Vince had a question for you as well. Yeah, Mr. Parker, I just wanted to uh, to say um, that, uh, you know, I just want to remind the audience, actually, that, that chimps are amazing, amazing animals. And most people don't realize 
that uh, chimps are, for instance, last week, Dr. Lisa and I were attended a um, uh, Florida Voices for Animals dinner, and John Balcom, was the, uh, who is a passionate uh, advocate for animal rights, was the guest speaker. And he, uh, he gave a presentation about chimps. For instance, they can look at a, a series of numbers in random order for less than a second, and they they have an instant recall of the order of all those animals. Something, and this is not just specially trained chimps. This is all chimps, and we don't we tend to not think about that. We tend to think most people tend to think of chimps as as animals, as lower animals, lower than humans. Um, but they are amazing animals, and it's it's so heartwarming to see that there are people uh, like like you who are, are such strong advocates for, for them and getting them out of research environments and into their natural habitat. So just just wonderful work that you're doing in that regard. Well, thank you so very much, Doctor. You're absolutely uh, right about their intelligence. They are so intelligent that um, for them to be in captivity and sit in a cage day after day after day is just mental torture. What kinds of research have they been been used for, Mr. Barker, besides HIV research? And how how many chimps are we talking about right now? Well, the five, there were five that had been used in HIV that uh, went down to uh, Chimp Haven. And uh, they have, but they have hundreds of them down there. And they're they're only one sanctuary. Uh, They're they're being released in large numbers. And uh, how many, I don't know. I had heard, Bob, that it, I heard it's like 451, according to what, wow. I, what I've seen. 451 oh, government-owned wow. chimpanzees. But get this, is that um, I've also heard this, that Dr. John Vandenberg, the director of the Texas Biomedical Research Institute out of San Antonio, Texas, made this statement, and they quoted it here in this article. I think of chimpanzees in the same way that I think of a library. There are many books in the library that will never be used this year or next year. Many of them might never be used again, but we don't know which ones will be needed tomorrow, next year, or the year after, which is a hideous statement. Um, and he's, he's actually saying that, you know, he wants to keep 50 chimps there in research so they can still do the research on at least 50 of them. Well, that's terrible. So, I mean, the, 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 I know that the ones that uh, I asked that very question at Chimp Haven, and the ones they have there will not be released, will not go back. Well, that's good. I mean, that they'll, they'll be able to spend out the rest of their life. In, They're in, going in, to live the life that nature intended, absolutely. And, and, you know, once again, Bob, we thank you for that. I mean, you know, going back um, with Bob and I, I, I had the opportunity to go out to the Price is Right when Bob was doing the Price is Right, and that was the highlight of my life, Bob, was being out there with you and watching you on that show. And, and Bob made fun of me on the stage, which was, it was okay, <laughs> but it was fun. And it's amazing for me, Bob, because I grew up as a kid watching you every yeah, day, watched you on The Price me is Right. Too. But the amazing part is, like, here we are. That's why you've ended up as a well-adjusted adult. That's it. That's it. You got it. But the amazing part is watching you as a game show host throughout all these years, and, 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 and that's been your career. But then watching you, as I've gotten in 21 years uh, hosting this show of Talking Pets, and then... Dr. Lisa and Dr. Vince, all the years that they've been veterinarians and everything, and like Lisa's saying, growing up watching you on TV as well, it's amazing to watch your transition. Um, I know you've always spay and neuter and everything like that, and you've always made the statement on that, which is extremely important, and everybody has actually watched you do that, and, and like myself, we mimic you um, and the statements that you have made. 
But here it is, you actually a game show host, and turning your life to the point of helping all these animal causes. And more and more people need to realize the fact of what you do as a human being. Um, you know, I know y your birthday was not too long ago, because I, I know I sent you a birthday card. December 12th. Um, yes. And, you know, and as time goes on and we become, we're not ageless because of the fact we get to a point where our age gives up, you might say. And But this is like something, you have made so many people's lives so wonderful. I mean, me growing up watching you on TV and you made me laugh and you made me excited with your game shows and stuff like that. And, and as an adult and, and hosting a national pet show and watching everything that you've done with, and I don't mean to make it sound this way, I guess, but with the millions that you earned throughout your life and now you're putting it back in to help all these helpless animals, which is an amazing feat. And more and more people need to realize the fact of what you're doing. And I applaud you with all of my being on what you do. So I'm not only honored to be able to call you a friend, but I'm honored with the fact of just knowing you for one thing because of all that you've done with all that, you, that you've earned. Well, I, I certainly thank you for those uh, beautiful words. I, I uh, was blessed in that I had the opportunity to make a living doing something that I completely enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed from uh, the first day I w went to work in a radio station until I retired. And um, I was on national television for more than 50 years. Just think about that. And uh, I, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed what I did to earn the money, and now I'm thoroughly enjoying using that money to help uh, uh, animals of every description and wounded veterans. I'm also oh, helping great. them. Uh, I was in the United States Navy. I was a naval aviator. And uh, my uh, and it wasn't during the War of 1812 either. <laughs> don't, don't start thinking that. It was World War II. But my experience was so completely different different from them. I loved flying. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I was a fighter pilot. When I, when I went up, I made my carrier landings and was qualified to go to sea. I was in a fighter pilot pool. And when the enemy heard that I was coming out in the Pacific in my Corsair, they surrendered. We'll be right back with Bob Barker. Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Thinking about buying a monkey? 
How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Asheville, North Carolina, Rufus, a 14-year-old red wolf that was part of a short-lived program to reintroduce the species to the wild, has died at the WNC Nature Center likely of natural causes. Dr. Vincentonzi? From Billings, Montana, with at least 222 gray wolves killed by hunters and trappers this winter, Governor Steve Bullock and wildlife officials say they now have the right rules in place as the state seeks to reduce the predator's population to 400 statewide. John? Out of Lewis, Delaware, the Department of Natural Resources and Environmental Control will close the point at Cape Teflopin, including a section of beach, dunes, and a half mile of bay shoreline to protect threatened and endangered shorebirds. Nesting habitat on the ocean side will reopen on September 1st. The bayside beach will remain closed until October 1st. From Springfield, Illinois, a disease that decimated bat populations in the eastern United States has been detected in Illinois. The fungal disease found in bats from four countries, LaSalle, four counties, LaSalle, Monroe, Hardin, and Pope. The disease is known as white nose syndrome, and it is a fungal disease of bats. John? That's the bat disease. That's like, like they're finding it now, like all yeah. over the place. Yeah. And, and the thing, the problem with that is people don't understand the fact that these bats are dying from, from this disease, and these bats are the ones that take care of a lot of the... Like the mosquitoes and the bugs and everything that are out there in the wild. So you wonder why, you know, m- more people are getting sick. It's because they're not looking at the big picture. Right. You know, temperatures are changing, diseases are coming out, and you as a doctor, I'm sure, know that with ticks and fleas and stuff like that, they're more prominent now because oh, you we haven't had those harsh winters that we're supposed to have. Yep. Out of Boise, Idaho, the uh, Idaho giant salamander uh, could soon join the state's other icons under a measure introduced in the House State Affairs Committee. Leah Hickman, a 6th grader at Burley's White Pine Elementary, presented the proposal declaring the Idaho giant salamander as a state amphibian. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK is the number to call with your questions. 866-606-8255. If you've got a comment or a question, we're speaking with Mr. Bob Barker. You know him, of course. From the Price is Right, amongst many, many other things. 866-606-8255. You can watch us live on the webcam if you wish to, and please join us on Facebook and Twitter, right there at Talkin' Pets on the homepage. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sail me out and I'll lay your shit bare 
And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. And we're speaking with Mr. Bob Barker. Everybody knows him across the world. Uh, who doesn't know Bob Barker? He is the man. And it's great to have you on the show with this, Bob. I, you know, I, I always say to you, this 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 show, Talking Pets, is your venue. So if you ever have anything that you want to talk about or get out there to the media and the public, please you let us know. And the, the door, as I've told you before, is always open on this radio show. Well, thank you so much. You know, I want to ask you, though, I mean, there's something that, that hit out there about the ADI, and there's a campaign out there to end elephant suffering at fairs. And I believe, to my understanding, did you narrate a DVD for the ADI in this regards? Yes, I certainly did. I uh, have been working closely with the ADI for uh, more than a year, probably almost two years now. It's a wonderful organization. It, uh, they, it was formed in uh, England and uh, has spread all over the world. And, and so- they do just great work. They... They get it done. They don't just make plans. They get it done. So people understand when we say ADI, that's the abbreviation Animal for... Animal Defenders International. There you go. Animal Defenders International. Right. And the video that you did, the DVD that you did, was to help out the uh, elephant situation because these these fairs are taking these huge, what I call dinosaurs of this period, um, and they're using them for, what, elephant rides and, and acts and all? Oh, yes. They... Uh uh, fairs and parades and, uh, well, of course, zoos and circuses, uh, they're all uh, terrible offenders. But uh, ADI got this uh, undercover DVD and uh, made it public, and it was shot at, uh, at a, an outfit out here in California called Have Trunk Will Travel, and it was uh, also shot at Trunks and Humps in the state of Texas. And it showed just absolutely inhumane, brutal treatment of elephants. And they played it uh, for various and sundry uh, organizations, and uh, already it's had an effect out here in California. They uh, No more elephant rides at the Orange County Fair, no more elephant rides at the Los Angeles County Fair. Not uh, and elephants are out at the uh, Fountain Valley and Santa Ana zoos, and uh, the miserable Los Angeles Zoo is getting very bad publicity, and uh, it's an embarrassment to the city. And uh, so it goes. It's just a matter of exposing this. And that's what ADI is doing with these undercover DVDs. Right. You know, the thing is, too, with, with, with the elephants, uh, I'm sure, Bob, you remember this, and Dr. Vince and Dr. Lisa and I were talking about it before we uh, started the show, was um, that one episode that hit a lot of people all over the world. Do you remember Tyke in, in Honolulu performing at a circus and then got away from the... Oh, 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 went berserk, yeah. Yes, and basically ran through the streets of Honolulu and they shot this elephant dead in front right. of all these people and they showed... And, and right on the front page of the news, I remember seeing this picture of the elephant bleeding from its forehead and everything and just shot and just... 
it was just amazing. And people don't understand that this is a huge, huge animal. It's not a toy. It, it's not a ride. And it is a risk to public safety, correct? Absolutely not. And uh, they control them. I, I should think people would wonder why a gigantic creature like an elephant behaves doing these ridiculous tricks and allowing anybody and everybody to ride it. Why do they behave that way? The answer is very simple. They're completely frightened to not behave that way. And how does that come about? They're probably torn from their mothers when they're just babies. And the training begins immediately. They beat babies, baby elephants, with clubs, with uh, baseball bats, with planks, whatever's handy. They shock them with uh, electric prods. They gouge them with what are described as elephant hooks. And they make them completely miserable. And then, in, in so doing, they, te- they use this to teach them to stand on two feet or to stand on their heads or some ridiculous trick or to behave so that uh, people can ride them. And these elephants have been beaten and are afraid to behave any other way, and they know if they're in a circus, and if they don't perform well, they'll be beaten again when they get off. Their lives are just a horror. They, All of us have bad days. Elephants in captivity for entertainment never have a good day. Every day is miserable. The best day of their life is the day they die. That's their only escape. That's you know, pretty sad. And a lot of people don't realize if you see videos, you were talking about the bull hooks, like the hook, the right. And a lot of people don't realize at the end of that there's like a spear, correct? That's it's like a, a hook. spear and a hook. And and that pierces that elephant's skin, so they're not That's only like slapping with like a stick on on no. an elephant to raise no. their you know their legs or whatever or their trunks no. or whatever. There's a hook in there. That's right. So I mean, if people get a look at that, think about yourself being beaten with something like that. That's gonna hurt. Anybody who really knows the story of elephants and entertainment knows that they have no place there. They, the, more, the faster we get rid of that, the better. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and I want to say, too, that you know, for people that want to check out, like, for, for instance, the uh, press release on Animal Defenders International, and if you want to help out the organization, you can. The same thing when we were talking about the NIH and the government chimps and all, there's, the press releases are posted on my website, so all the information is there for you guys to take a look at and the contact information on these organizations. So just well, one of the, Excuse me. One of the things that they're working on right now is they're working on the city uh, council here in Los Angeles, and we're hopeful that the city council will uh, uh, pass a law that no circus that has elephants can play in Los Angeles. That would be great. Mm-hmm. They've done it. They, they are remarkable. They have, uh, in Bolivia, no circus can play in Bolivia with any animal. They, they just mm-hmm. covered South America, Peru, Uruguay, uh, Colombia. And uh, now they have a federal bill, as you probably know full well. And they're working on that for, uh, uh, it's called the um, exotic, a Traveling Exotic Animal Protection Act, and that would uh, ban any traveling show to carry exotic animals, and that would include elephants, 
and tigers and lions, and, and it would just be wonderful. Well, so I you... urge your listeners to to support that. Yeah, please do. And then, like I said, check out the press releases on our website at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Bob, we have a caller coming in. Horace wants to uh, make a comment to you, or I think maybe even a hello. Ho- hey, Horace, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. You got a comment or a question or a hello to Bob? Hey, Bob, how you doing? I'm coming from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. How you doing? Hi, Horace. I'm doing fine. I hope you are, too. You know where Murfreesboro is and your dashboard? I beg your pardon? You know where Murfreesboro, Tennessee is? It's outside of Nashville. Oh, uh, you, you live near Nashville? Yeah, Murfreesboro. Uh, years and years ago, I did a television show there in Nashville at the old Grand Opry. Hey, Bob, you know, CP and Roy, when those, uh, uh, Tigers attacked them? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, they, uh, got tired of that stuff, didn't they? I, 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 I whipped and all that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interpret for you there, Bob, because, with, for Horace. <laughs> so, Horace, I'm going to interpret your question there for Bob, and I think I know where you're going with it. Um, basically, Bob, what Horace is making a statement on is that, and I believe this is what Horace is, is meaning, is that when Siegfried and Roy had all those tigers, right. they just assumed that they can live with these tigers. But then that right. one day, that one tiger got sparked during an act and, of course, took Roy down. And that I think what Horace is stating the fact that is that any wild animal does not be- belong in anybody's living room nor on a stage. Horace is absolutely right. He gets a uh, vote of approval for that uh, statement. Absolutely. Yep. And hey, Bob, can you give me a can you give me on the prices, right? Okay, for Duke Carey. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, I think uh, basically with Horace, <laughs> Horace is saying that he wants you back on the prices, right? Well, no, um, I won't be on there. Price is right. He's <laughs> not very fond of me anymore because uh, I criticized Price is right for giving away uh, tickets to the uh, uh, Calgary Stampede in Canada and to the, uh, what's the, the place down there? Uh, uh, Marineland, I think it is, isn't it? Marineland in, in uh, Florida or Florida. Yeah, hold on. Think of that one for a second, Bob. Again, that music means we've got to take a break. We'll be right back with Bob Barker. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley, the giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. 866-606-8255 is the number to call. We're speaking with the uh, ever-so-talented and friend of Talking Pets, Mr. Bob Barker. Mr. Barker, um, just by a way of a brief introduction, I'm a shelter veterinarian. I work for a local county shelter caring for the homeless and abandoned and... Uh, abused animals of the county and so um, spay and neuter is has obviously been a big part of my life and my message as a shelter veterinarian and you were a big influence on me growing up uh, as my grandmother babysat me and we watched the prices right together hearing <laughs> that spay neuter message spay neuter message constantly my question for you is I know you've always been promoting the spay-neuter message. Absolutely. Have you always been involved with animal rights and animal protection, or is that something that's evolved um, over the course of your life? I know well, that you're a vegetarian. How long have you been a vegetarian? How did- I've been a vegetarian for about um, oh, 30 years, 30, 35 years, and I've been in the animal rights movement about that long, too. I've watched the animal rights movement become really effective and uh, it's given me about as much well I, I i think as much satisfaction as anything i've ever done in my life i i've loved animals all my life and i think millions of us have and uh, it is with uh, the animal rights movement we can help really help them absolutely i couldn't agree with you more and thank you thank you for everything and the spay neuter i start i used to close the show with that every day as you and your grandmother will remember yes and uh I, in 1994, I established the DJ&T Foundation. It's uh, named in memory of my wife, Dorothy Joe, and my mother, whose name was Matilda, but everyone called her Tilly. The DJ&T Foundation supervi- uh, uh, supervises, uh, subsidizes uh, spay-neuters for dogs all over the United States. If Dr. Oh, Lisa wow, and, her, and her organization where she's at in North Florida wanted to partake in DJ&T, how do people do that, Bob? How would she actually... Go on the Internet, them? and uh, I'm, internet, uh, I, I'm computer illiterate, and I'm going to die that way. <laughs> but uh, uh, go on the Internet, and we have a website, and it'll explain the whole thing. Excellent. Sounds good. I'll do that. I'll just Google DJ&T Bob Barker. Yeah, you'll find it. Uh, thank you, Mr. Parker. Ms. Parker, do you see uh, the uh, climate in our country changing? I mean, you've been involved with this long enough time so that you could sort of gauge uh, the the response to people um, regarding animal rights and animals being used in research. Do you think it's, it's getting better? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. My goodness, yes. Uh, you wouldn't be doing a radio show regarding animals uh, years ago. Uh, you wouldn't be interviewing me uh, about animals uh, years ago on radio. You wouldn't read about it in the newspapers and uh, see it on television. Oh, absolutely. I think that the most important word in the animal rights movement is aware, A-W-A-R-E, aware. We have to make people aware of what is really going on how animals are being mistreated. And when they find out Americans love animals, then they're willing to help us do something about it. That's really true. That's why shows like yours are so valuable. At the Florida Voices for Animals uh, fundraiser that uh, Vince and I attended last Sunday, they mentioned that Americans that see a videotape of what actually happens at slaughterhouses 
are 60% more likely to actually think about becoming a, ve- a vegetarian. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I has- work with uh, an organization called Mercy for Animals, and they do uh, undercover uh, uh, work at uh, all sorts of uh, farms and slaughterhouses and things like that, and, and cruelty to farm animals. And they expose it, and we have had great success. And PETA does that, too. Uh, oh, yes, absolutely, you're right. Well, Bob, I mean, as we come up, I don't, I don't, you know I never want to say goodbye to you, but, you know, <laughs> you're in the business of entertainment. You know when that clock ticks around, we're at the top, and, you know, we've got to say goodbye. And, and I want to say thanks and for, on behalf of Lisa and Vince and Amanda and myself. Thanks for spending the hour with us. I mean, it, it means a lot to me. And, and I love the statement that you made about the radio show because it is really important, and I think people oh, need to realize that. Oh, absolutely, it is, it is. It, we, we've created a venue here, and I appreciate Dr. Vince and Dr. Lisa and all the work that Amanda does and, and, and getting the word out about animals, and that's what we try to do. And by having you coming on, you've just enlightened our audience of what you're doing to try to help not only the chimpanzees and the elephants but, and the dogs and the cats, but all animals all around the world. So, Bob, as always, thanks so much. You're, you're a very special friend. Well, thank you so much, and I invite all of your listeners to become part of the party. Sounds good. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Parker. Thank you all. Take care, thank Bob. You. Until Bye-bye. next time. You. Have that... your pets spayed or neutered. There you go. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. That's Mr. Bob Barker. You all know him as the former host of The Price is Right, of course, and he's got a book out there, The Price is Right, um, and um, a lot of other things. So, And Dr. Lisa, like he said, you know, go check out DJ and T. I'm so. definitely going to apply for a grant for Spade at my shelter. That'll yeah. be good. So, um, he's an amazing guy. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable man. And, um, you know, it's just it, I, I could talk to him all day long. You yeah. know, it's forever. And um, just a great guy and everything that he's doing. And, you know, you just got to imagine there were two things that just trigger me. For I mean, not only the fact that, like I said earlier, and like Lisa, you reiterated with me on this, was that, you know, growing up, mm-hmm. we were Bob Barker fans. I don't know, Vince, if you were or not. You didn't oh, say yeah. anything on it. but My mom <laughs> all the time. It was constant for me. And uh, same for you, Lisa. So when you get to be friends with Bob and, you know, you're talking to him on like, the show wow, and stuff. I can't believe I'm talking to this yeah, icon. Yeah, it's icon. Yeah, unbelievable. But, I mean, that and everything that he's done for all the animals out there and just, it just just an amazing man and he's just he's a hoot he's a lot of fun I, I know right now when I meant to ask him this but we ran out of time was the fact that um, the last time we spoke a couple months ago on the air he was living his life with a bunny that's what he had in his house Aww. a rabbit and uh, that's his dear friend Aww. but uh, I'm, I'm sure he still has the bunny but we'll find out next time that'll be the cliffhanger but um, so but our, our best wishes to Mr. Bob Barker and we always appreciate him when he comes back on but like I said if you go on and I do appreciate the other thing I was saying when he said about radio, because you know what? We are the venue to get the information out to people about animals. Yeah, it's all and about education. That's exactly yep. what it is. And awareness, as exactly. he said. Exactly. Aware. Yeah, that was the big word. But you can find out more at TalkinPets.com. Click on the news section there, and you'll see the press releases from ADI and also um, from uh, NIH. And um, so check those out on behalf of Bob Barker and us here at Talking Pets. And that's T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. And join us on Facebook and Twitter. From myself, John Patch. Dr. Lisa Santonzi. Dr. Vince Santonzi. And Amanda Page. Now, should we all say it on behalf of Bob? Spay and neuter your pets. pets. And help control that pet population. Bye for now. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.